Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Line WTOP traffic forecast. Steve Rudin. Mainly clear and cool moving through the remainder of the evening as winds continue to ease. Temperatures fall through the 40s, eventually the 30s. We'll see mid-20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Partly cloudy on Wednesday, mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Stray showers late tomorrow night. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. It is clear, 41 in Woodbridge, 38 now in Upper Marlboro, 50, 43 that is in Washington, D.C. At 559. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... A new year and the same fascinating issue, the potential move to Alexandria by the Capitals and Wizards. Who's going to pay for a possible new arena in Potomac Yard? I'm Scott Gelman. Former President Trump formally challenges Maine after being kept off its primary ballot this year. More speed cameras may be coming to Virginia. I'm Neil Augenstein. COVID-19, RSV, the flu, they're all out there. What you need to know. I'm Kate Ryan. On Wall Street for the day, the Dow was up 26, NASDAQ down 245. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Claudine Gay has resigned as Harvard's president following weeks of backlash over her congressional testimony. New York Representative Elise Stefanik questioned her about an increase in anti-Semitism on college campuses in response to the war between Israel and Hamas. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. Gay later faced plagiarism accusations. These plagiarism claims arose soon after the fallout from that congressional hearing. And in fact, Claudine Gay was forced to make corrections to her dissertation. She studied at Harvard, received her Ph.D. there. That's CBS's Nicole Killian. Hamas is now stepping away from all ceasefire talks in the Middle East after one of its leaders was killed by an Israeli airstrike in Beirut. Correspondent Robert Berger. According to Lebanese media, four people were killed in this blast in Beirut by an Israeli drone. Israel has not commented on this, but Israel has said since the beginning of the war on October 7th that it would target and kill the leaders of Hamas wherever they are. We're learning more about a Japan Airlines crash that killed five people today in Tokyo. CBS's Lucy Kraft. Japan Airlines Flight 516, arriving from Shin Chitose Airport in Hokkaido, was about to land at Tokyo's Haneda Airport when it collided with a Coast Guard cargo plane and caught fire. Horrified witnesses would describe a sea of flames. All the passengers managed to escape before the Airbus A350 quickly disintegrated. In Maine, Donald Trump's appealing a decision now to keep him off the state's primary ballot in March over his role in the insurrection. The former president faces a similar challenge still in Colorado. A former high-profile attorney will stand trial in California. A Los Angeles federal judge finds Tom Girardi competent to stand trial for allegedly embezzling millions of dollars from clients. His attorneys have been saying he suffers from dementia. Girardi is the attorney who famously worked with Aaron Brockovich and more recently the estranged husband of real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane. Some people call me cold, but that's not ice. It's diamonds. Who for years while married flaunted an opulent lifestyle with him by her side. The 84-year-old is facing multiple counts of wire fraud, which carries 20 years in prison on each count. 
Matt Piper, CBS News. And no better way to kick off the new year. Someone in Michigan bought last night's winning Powerball ticket worth $842 bucks. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 6.03 on WTOP on the evening of January 2nd, 2024. Clear skies. We're sitting at 42 degrees in D.C. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour. We are getting some more details about the finances of potentially moving the Wizards and Caps out of D.C. and into Alexandria's Potomac Yard neighborhood. You'll remember the big announcement a few weeks ago from the team's owner that he plans to move the franchises into a new arena as part of a sports complex there in the coming years. Well, now questions are being asked about who will actually pay for that new facility. Alexandria's mayor tells WTOP Scott Gelman it's not going to be Virginia taxpayers. Instead, Mayor Justin Wilson says Monumental will pay up front to start construction on a possible Potomac Yard arena. And that debt will be paid off by ongoing rent that Monumental will pay. They will pay a, a, an ongoing rent payment every year. Money generated from events and restaurants at the new complex will be used to pay for the rest. These are not revenues that could be used for police and fire and teachers and, and all the other priorities of local and state government. In a recent newsletter, Wilson wrote the city will pay for 5% of the $2 billion project. Monumental sports and new tax revenue from the site will pay the balance. We're not taking city tax dollars right now and funding the arena. Wilson tells WTOP how the project will be paid for is top of mind for many Alexandria residents. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. What about the nationals who continue to play in the nation's capital? The D.C. Council chair has introduced legislation to keep Nats Park up to date and in good repair. The measure comes after the mayor and the Nationals reached a deal last fall that would mean millions earmarked for updates to the ballpark. The ballpark is now 15 years old, if you can believe it. Chair Phil Mendelson says his measure sets up what's called a ballpark maintenance fund. Money for that fund would come from ballpark sales tax revenue along with rent paid from the lease. Anything left over from the revenue fund balance would go there, too. Now, among the other parts of the legislation, Events D.C., which runs Nats Park, will also be required to turn in an annual spending report to the mayor and the council. Mendelssohn says the district must keep the ballpark up to date. It's 6.05. We've been telling you about thieves targeting people for their expensive winter coats in the D.C. region during the past month. It's apparently happened again. NBC4 reports a man was robbed of his Canada Goose jacket and other items on Elm Street. D.C. police say the victim told officers he was walking when someone came up from behind him and put a rifle in his back. The victim tells investigators moments later a car pulled up and a second suspect got out with a gun, demanded that he give him all of the belongings. The suspect then took off heading east on T Street northwest. The victim also told police the suspects fired several shots across the street during the robbery. Now, some of those bullets apparently went into a house. Earlier this month, D.C. police said a group of thieves stole the same type of coat from a cyclist. Now to Virginia. Lawmakers will get back to work next week in Richmond for the General Assembly session. And we're learning of a move to expand where speed cameras will be able to go in the Commonwealth. Until now, speed cameras in Virginia could only be installed in school and construction zones. Well, a new bill in Richmond would let local governments install speed cameras any place they deem necessary. 
While there's always debate over whether speed cameras are a money grab, proponents of expanding the cameras say traffic deaths related to speed keep increasing in Virginia. If the current bill passes, it would mean a $100 fine, but no points on your license. In Loudoun County, Neil Loganstein, WTLP News. Well, if you've been thinking about a lot of people around you are sick these days, you're not imagining it. There's a spike in people sick with flu and some other respiratory illnesses. So what do you need to know? A look at the U.S. map of respiratory infections at the Centers for Disease Control shows D.C. and Maryland in the high range and Virginia in the very high range. Some of that is driven by influenza, but there are a lot of other respiratory viruses that are also increasing at this time of year. Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist with the Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg School of Public Health, says there is a recent COVID-19 mutation. We do think the vaccine will provide protection against the JN.1 variant, particularly when it comes to severe disease. Pekosh says it's not too late to get vaccinated for COVID-19, the flu, or RSV. If you get a vaccine now, it should give you protection for the tail end of this respiratory virus season. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. With high costs of living and along with borrowing interest rates, uh, buying a home right now is almost impossible for so many of you. According to the Washington Post, for millennials, living with their parents has once again become a popular way to save enough money to buy their own home. Just some of the folks that we talked to, they were able to save up enough for a down payment while living with their parents for even a year if they had a good paying job. And a lot of that did happen during the pandemic. If you can pay no rent or discounted rent, then makes it a lot easier to save for that initial down payment that I think was very difficult for millennials. Washington Post business reporter Julian Mark, who joined us earlier here on WTOP, child care, student loans, rent costs, they also contribute to this trend. Well, coming up in money news after traffic and weather. A first for Mom's Organic Market. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 6.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, throughout the region, just about all the evening slowdowns are the results of crashes and not volumes. Overall, less traffic this evening than most Tuesdays. But we've got those incidents in Columbia, Maryland on Route 29. It was a multi-car crash. And for the last 40 minutes or so, uh, southbound traffic on 29 has been stopped between Seneca Drive and Route 32. Nobody is yet getting by southbound on Route 29. A lot of self-diversion back at Broken Land Parkway and the exit for Shaker Drive. And some workaround traffic southbound on 95 getting into Columbia instead. On the interloop of the Beltway, traffic is still slow from Route 1 College Park around toward Kenilworth Avenue. And past the remains of a crash, it is three lanes to the center and the left getting by down the inner loop in Greenbelt. Otherwise, Beltway traffic not bad at all. 270 northbound brief delays through Gaithersburg, and the crash on 355 at Chestnut Street in Gaithersburg should be clear. In Virginia, it is yet another crash on 66 westbound, keeping us slow in Centerville. This one's a little west of Route 29 and happened before Bull Run. It happened in the left lane. Didn't sound too serious, but that was the lane that was blocked, at least as of the top of the hour. The crash in the express lanes is clear. 95 southbound, just a little heavy down through Woodbridge. And the outer loop, actually a little slow as well, near 66 and Arlington Boulevard. Just brief delays out of Alexandria at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to Fitzmaul.com. 
SubarubuSubaru.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast from Steve Rudin. Our skies cleared out earlier today, and as we move through the evening and into the overnight, our skies will remain mainly clear. Wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning on the cold side, mid-20s to lower 30s. Fortunately, we're not going to stay there very long. With a mix of sun and clouds, highs will eventually rebound to the mid-40s to around 50 degrees. A few stray showers late tomorrow evening. Thursday, winds will kick up again. Highs in the 40s, dry on Friday, and a storm for the weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 now in Hyattsville, 39 in Herndon, 43 foggy bottom under clear skies. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's head over to Jeff Claybaugh. There are more Teslas on the road in the new year. Tesla sales jumped in the final three months of 2023 after slashing prices and buyers rushed to get last year's tax breaks. The forecast for the housing market this year coming in, Redfin predicts home prices will fall 1%. If that happens, it'd be the first drop since 2012. It still sees sales rising 5%. Mom's Organic Market is opening its first store in Anne Arundel County at the Park Plaza Shopping Center in Severna Park. Mom's started delivering organic produce from a Beltsville garage in 1987. It has 25 stores now. The Dow gained 26 points this first trading day of the new year. The S&P 500 lost 27. The Nasdaq fell 245 points. That was 1.6%. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up on WTOP, she was under fire for months, accused of not doing enough to stop anti-Semitic rhetoric and threats on the Harvard campus. And then there were the plagiarism allegations. It has all ended in Harvard's president stepping down tonight. We go in depth in just a few. 612. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, why? Jason Isaacs is Archie, the man who became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We begin a new year full of promise and potential, yet we may also experience hardships and challenges and heartaches, at least to some degree. Many of these things will be out of our control, but... What will be in our control is how we choose to live each day. We should choose to let go and surrender ourselves to God's will. We are reminded in sacred scripture not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Let this year be a year for less anxiety, a year of surrender, a year of letting go of fear. When you feel overwhelmed, Recall the words of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. Later this half hour, the Rockville area earthquake wasn't the only one this past night. Keep it here on WTOP. From the 110 people that currently work at Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital, we wish you a healthy, happy, and safe holiday season. 
We're confident if everyone in the world could feel the serenity of a cold nose, warm lick, or soothing purr, they would surely act differently, and just maybe the world would be a more peaceful place. Hug your pets this holiday season and enjoy some unconditional love. Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital, always here for you and your pets for the past 73 years. Staples Stores provides innovative products and service for small business, remote workers, and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples Store. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 615. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. Big story of the evening. Harvard President Claudine Gay has handed in her resignation letter. She has decided to step down tonight after facing intense scrutiny over testimony she gave at a congressional hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses and new accusations of plagiarism in her academic work. Nicole Davis is a news anchor at WBZ Radio in Boston. Joined us a little earlier on whether Gay's resignation comes as a surprise. There have certainly been a lot of people pulling for her resignation, including some prominent alums and also some conservative activists have been calling for this as well. There's also been that investigation in the House Committee of Education uh, looking into to those alleged plagiarism instances in her academic works, her dissertation from back in 1997 and other academic works. Now, Harvard did find that, yes, she had a few issues when it came to citation, but they said that there was no instance that they could find when it comes to any sort of research misconduct. So, again, the, the pressure has been building really against Claudine Gay. There were, of course, three college and university presidents who testified in that congressional testimony where, of course, all this started when Gay didn't explicitly say that threats of genocide against Jewish students at Harvard would violate the school's code of conduct. She's now the second of those college or university presidents to resign. And so now, of course, there's a lot of questions about, well, are all three of them eventually going to leave their positions? Nicole, what kind of response are you seeing or hearing this afternoon to this decision by Gay? We are hearing, of course, from Elise Stefanik, where the exchange between Gay and Stefanik was the one that essentially made headlines all over the country, essentially talking about, well, what happens if there's calls for genocide against Jewish people on campus? Gay again pushing back, saying it's all about context. We have heard from Elise Stefanik saying that the resignation was long overdue. And we're also, too, hearing from the school who said that, look, President Gay has been facing some threats Lately, Gay even said that herself. She's been facing a lot of threats and a lot of um, just anger towards her. And the school said, look, we have supported her. We don't agree with this. But the school itself, the Harvard Corporation, essentially the group of people who are in charge at Harvard, say that it is time. They're sad about this. They accept her resignation and they've thanked her for her commitment to Harvard. But again, it looks like we're hearing from a lot of Republican politicians, including Virginia Fox, who is saying that she is grateful that Gay has decided rather to step down, but also Virginia Fox has said, look, there is more at Harvard that needs to be done. Final 30 seconds here. You mentioned Hmm. that two of the three presidents in that hearing resigned. The president of MIT still in that job. You're in Boston. You can hear these (laughs) things. What's the word about MIT? Is that president in danger? 
We have not heard anything yet out of MIT. Of course, there has been a bit of pushback against Sally Kornbluth. And as of the past couple of hours, we have heard nothing yet. But you know that we're going to be keeping an eye on that. And we'll just have to wait and see. And I'm also curious to see, you know, what's going to happen with this plagiarism investigation in the House Committee on Education. And there is that push in Congress to see how much further in Harvard this will go. So we'll have to wait and see on that. That is WBZ News anchor Nicole Davis in Boston. Top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. Donald Trump formally appeals the decision to remove his name from the state primary ballot in Maine this year. A top leader from Hamas is killed, but perhaps not in the place you would expect. We're seeing that viral triple whammy in the region. Lots of flu, COVID and RSV. Experts say the old school ways still work, including getting vaccines, frequent hand washing and masking when you're in crowded places. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8s. How's it moving out there, Dave? Still slow. Stennis Centerville westbound on 66. The latest crash beyond Route 29, exit 52, once again reported in the left lane. So many crashes end up straddling those express lanes, flex posts. I don't know if that's a coincidence, but the latest is westbound west of Route 29 Centerville and keeping things slow. Otherwise, things have cleared out on 66 and most of the Beltway in Virginia. Minor, if any, slowing near Maryfield and Alexandria. 95 South still heavy getting into Woodbridge, but no delay at the American. American Legion Bridge in Montgomery County, Interloop, a bit sluggish getting up toward a minor incident near Georgia Avenue. I think it's on the shoulder. And then even slower from College Park toward Greenbelt. The crash remains uh, near Kenilworth Avenue and is still blocking the right side of the Interloop. On the northbound lanes of the BW Parkway, slowing on and off through Greenbelt, but getting better. 95 northbound goods, southbound. Some bailout traffic in Columbia coming off Route 29. 29 southbound lanes are still closed between Seneca Drive and Route 32. Multi-car crash happened about almost an hour ago now. And southbound traffic is still essentially stopped beyond the exit for Seneca Shaker Drive with some bailout uh, nearby. But on 32, you can get... On to 29 South and be beyond the crash. 270 looking good for the most part between Rockville and Frederick. During the BMW Road Home sales event, receive a credit of up to $2,500 plus 2.99% APR and select models. Visit BMWCenters.com today. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's find out how we're shaping up for the evening weather. We've got Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Our skies stay clear for the remainder of the evening and into the overnight as temperatures slowly fall. We'll be in the mid-20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Mix of sun and clouds on your Wednesday with temperatures mid-40s to around 50 degrees, a few stray showers late tomorrow evening. Thursday and Friday were dry, but all eyes are on the weekend looking at a winter storm that could bring snow, a wintry mix, or all rain. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have a clear sky, 38 in Gaithersburg now, 38 in Lanham and Arlington. It's coming in at 40 degrees. Coming up on WTOP. What caused the earthquake that woke up so many of us? I'm Luke Luker. 621. Lean into the holiday, wind down with a comedy icon. Dave Chappelle is back with an all-new stand-up special on Netflix entitled The Dreamer. Chappelle's first Netflix special in more than two years is just the hilarious cultural moment to take you into 2024 rolling in laughter. Check out the Dave Chappelle special, The Dreamer, now streaming exclusively on Netflix. 
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979 or BigLou.com. Jack Frost is a slippery character <laughs> with a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. 623. So how many streaming services do you pay for? There are so many to choose from these days. Data show people are starting to jump ship. November numbers from subscription analytics provider Antenna show about a quarter of streaming service subscribers canceled at least three of their services over the past two years. So what's behind the exodus? We've reached a point where streaming consumers are looking at their bills growing and growing as streamers try to increase prices to improve their own profitability. And households are saying, wait a second, we're paying a lot of money, almost close to what we had in the old cable days for these streaming services. Which ones can we afford to live without? Which ones do we only want to pay for when there's a hit show that we like? So really what's happening is consumers are getting a lot savvier at turning these services on and off as their hit shows come and go. That's Wall Street Journal, Los Angeles. Bureau Chief Sarah Krause, who joined us earlier here on WTOP. While cancellation rates are high, Krause says a lot of people will return to various streaming services, sometimes within a year of when they quit. Well, it didn't live up to the earthquake our region felt back in the summer of 2011, but many people in Montgomery County woke up to a rumble in the middle of the night. The small early morning quake was likely caused by something thousands of miles away. Our story from WTOP's Luke Luker. The epicenter is calculated to be about 2.2 miles west of Rockville. It was a 2.3 magnitude earthquake, according to geologist Rebecca Cavage-Adams with the Maryland Geological Survey. Maryland does not sit on a tectonic border like California and Iceland, where earthquakes are more common. These are not active faults, but they are still discontinuities in the Earth's crust. This quake, we felt, was likely caused by shifting activity in the mid-Atlantic. Even though we're several thousand kilometers distant from it, there is stress that accumulates in our part of the world. And once it builds enough, it can cause these small quakes on our inactive fault lines. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. 
And let's check in with George Wallace. All right, big one in College Park coming up top of the hour. Number one, Purdue is in town. The Boilermakers came in here number three last year. Maryland beat them in a route to an unbeaten Big Ten home season. Maryland looking for a 20th straight home win overall tonight against a team that's leading the Big Ten in shooting and three-point percentage. Oh, and Kevin Willard, they've got a guy named Zach Eady averaging nearly 24 points a game. He's got great hands. He can pass it. I just think he's a guy, if you look at as many games as he's won in his college career and where he was as a freshman to where he is now, if I was an NBA jam, I wouldn't even hesitate to put him on my roster. There's definitely situations where he would cause him a matchup nightmare. And he's done that a lot this year, and tip-off coming up at the top of the hour. Georgetown home to Creighton tonight.